1: Lock Talk Radio. Hello, 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 hello. Kellen Patterson of the O'Kellen Clan, of the O'Kellens and the O'Pattersons, and this is p for the Real Talk Midwest Muscle in the house, in your ear, in your earlobes, and on the radio. And this program is sponsored sod by p for p is the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. And if you, yes, you drug-free athletes are a drug-free athlete and looking for a solid foundation to stand on, maybe with better balance and no stumbling, <laughs> and a vehicle to drive your goals like what, Desiree?
3: Like a Mack truck through ice cream. And a side of roasted vegetables and little sprinkles.
1: <laughs> See? See? I knew it. I knew it. I still take those snickerdoodle sprinkles, anywho. But check us out at p 4 feetmusclecom And now let us chit-chat with the banter. Hello, guys. All right.
3: Hello. Hello, 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 listener. And I had to uh, throw the roasted vegetables in there because I oh am. My goodness. I'm wrapping up dinner. Oh my goodness. I'm wrapping up my family. Oh. And I'm running behind today. So I'm making roasted vegetables and I'm trying a uh, a new oil. It's algae oil. I'll let you guys know how this goes. I usually like avocado oil, and I'm out of avocado oil. I'm out of olive oil, and for some reason, I must have thought buying algae oil was a good <laughs> idea. So I have it in my pantry, and so we're gonna see how this works out.
2: Just this a little lady. bit, mind
3: you. Just smattering, just a this drizzling. Lady. We're not drowning. We're not drowning the vegetables in oil. We're not doing that. That would be inappropriate for my vegetables. You know
1: this, this. You know I, I've <laughs> never seen so much. It, 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 this, this is a new. This is a new level for you. I, I, I just got to throw that out. This, this. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you want to introduce our guests so I can they can see why I'm so huffy and puffy.
3: <laughs> I don't even know why you're being huffy and puffy. It just wound up I that don't way. Even know you know why? why? Because. Because Kalen doesn't like to eat his vegetables. That's what it all oh, comes down to. My
1: goodness. Otherwise, <laughs> oh, why would you be oh, so happy oh, oh, and
3: puffy about a few roasted vegetables? We're having chicken, oh, all right? Oh, oh, I'm back okay, to the whole chicken in the oven.
1: One more time. You, you sure you don't have a script sitting in front of you? <laughs> <I'm just blown. laughs>
3: Kalen's, Kalen's mind is so beautiful. He's got a path in his head. I have no idea where it's going. I just really don't. We're just gonna we're just gonna ride this out. And I am there gonna go. introduce our guest tonight. We have a fantastic couple, husband wife, both natty. And they recently competed at the uh, Minnesota Mayhem, which we covered on Tuesday. So if you guys were not able to tune in, um, you want to go to the archives and check that out. In fact, you can go to the archives and check out any of our shows from the past five years. And how about liking us, too? And, yeah, yeah. You know, Kaylin, talk to them about that. Talk to them about liking us following the announcements, all that good stuff. Tell them how it yes, works. Yes, we
1: know you guys are listening because every time we see you at the shows, you remind us of how much you enjoy listening to us on the way home, to your way to work, putting yourself to sleep, which kind of hurts. But that's another talk talk. But other than that, it's so much people that listen to our show but just don't want to follow along by clicking the follow button or the like button or anything else. So I kind of think you guys a little scared to say what you like. You think people are following you too close? Huh? Maybe uh, worried about your natural status? Yeah. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, you just don't want to be honest about how much you love us? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> well, hey, it's time to come clean, people. Start loving us because we love you. Okay.
3: There you have it. There you have it. So, our lovely couple that we have have tonight, I will share. You know what, actually, actually, even though Kalen's making fun of me, and that's okay, because he just likes to pick on me sometimes, I am going to be posting on Facebook a picture of my roasted vegetables and the recipe in case any of you out there are interested because it is super easy It tastes really great, and it's an easy way to feed your family fresh vegetables that taste good. The prep time might take a little bit, depending on how many different kind of vegetables you put in there, but it is fantastic. But enough about my roasted vegetables. Let's get on (laughs) to DJ and Mariah Albrecht. DJ, Mariah, why don't you guys go ahead and say hello to Listener Land and tell them a little bit about yourself. Since it's always
0: ladies first, Mariah, we'll start with you. Hi, hey guys.
1: Hey. Um,
0: Kaylin, my man, you gotta eat those vegetables. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you <too. laughs> um, those micronutrients are important. Oh um, my
1: well, I'm.
0: <laughs> well, like you said, I'm Ryan Albrecht um, from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, I have been competing in bodybuilding competitions for two years now. I started last not last April was it last April I don't know whatever two years ago April was <laughs> um, my very first show was an NPC show and after that one we actually switched over to the natural federation which we like so much better um, obviously just more fitting to us given that we are natural competitors um, amen yeah heck yeah um, let's see I don't know Deej do you want to jump in here
2: yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Deeds. I'm Mariah's husband. Um, I've been competing for the last three years myself. Um, also started in the MPC uh, for my first show doing classic physique, and then I've graduated on to men's physique, and I've competed in OCB, um, uh, IP, uh, almost E, and then the last one we just did. What was the last one called? I forgot. The PNBA or IMBA? INBA. INBA. So, yeah, I I loved it. Um, I just really like the the natural aspect of it. Um, I really find that. Um, It's very cool what everybody does with their bodies, um, and I'm never going to tell anybody it's different. It's just for myself and my lifestyle. I just really prefer the natural way. All right,
0: very cool.
3: We like that natural way I said we Hello. like that natural way stuff, don't we, KP?
1: Oh, NASA. you better believe it. <laughs> yeah, and, and for, for, the, for, the, for the record, guys, it's PNBA, INBA, so they're both the same. It's just one is international, yeah. one deals with the state. So you guys were not wrong in what you were saying.
0: Perfect. <laughs> Honestly, we've also competed yeah. in the nba, So
2: we've
1: we've
0: oh. Oh. a few different federations, yeah. I was kinda, yeah, it
2: was NANVF, yep. B- OCB, IPEA, and yeah, so we like our federations, I guess, to see what the way the shows kind of work <laughs> and the flow of it and kind of find which one we want to start and stay in. So this last one was amazing, so I think we have a good future here. Well, definitely. Well, now, I
3: mean, the honestly, ministry of
1: Mayhem I, I is always a mayhem show. No, I was going to say the mayhem spoils you rotten. So you're actually the <laughs> of the crop. So I hope you understand when you when you pick shows that this is what you should expect because that's you know that that's the way the athletes should be respected and and, and attended to because you know it, it shows that their hard work is not in vain.
0: Absolutely, no, I really loved Mayhem. That was a really great show. It never disappoints.
3: It never disappoints. So. Deej, we already have a question from one of our listeners here, and um, Lane wants to know
2: if Deej is a
3: nickname, or dude, if that's just your name.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so my full name is Donald John, Um, but growing up, it was always abbreviated just because I was a junior. Um, It got a little confusing, and then uh, DJ came about for pretty much my entire life, and then everybody just started calling me Deej, and I just kind of fed off of it, and then it's kind of cool to spell out because everybody's like, oh, how do you say it? It's like, well, it's kind of the same thing. It's very easy, so, you know, it's kind of a, a dorky little thing I like to do, but, you know, it's unique. Everybody knows it, so when my name is there, everybody kind of knows who you're talking about, so that's another reason why I kind of live by that, so.
3: <laughs> very good. So now we know. I was wondering the same thing. Actually, I thought maybe it was just kind of a Norlandic name or I, I don't know, but anyway, so very good. Good to know. <laughs> Fun facts. Those are fun. So I remember when I found out his
0: real name was Donald. <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> How did that go over? <laughs> I she was, was floored. I was like, you're joking, right?
2: <laughs> she didn't believe me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, you do not look like a Donald.
2: That's why we go by D. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: really,
1: really, really good. So
3: I am curious, now you both started competing about the same time. Were you already married and decided just to compete together, or is that how you two met, or how did you guys get started in your um, competitive journeys?
2: No, so I, I actually, uh, when we first met uh, during like our dating stages, I was not really training for anything. I was just kind of, I was bad for my whole life. I've kind of battled, um, you know, with some weight issues, uh, being through high school, I was a really heavy kid. And then coming out of it, I kind of just, you know, Mm -hmm. found a a light at the end of the tunnel for a new hobby that I really just enjoyed and fell in love with. So I was on my way up from that new, uh, discovery in my life. And then I kind of just shared that with, you know, Mariah throughout it and just kind of educated her slowly. Um, I'm just like what I like to do I didn't push anything just kind of she had asked questions because she's curious and see like how someone tra- you know trains it's different to go to the gym three days a week and do your normal routine but then when you start talking about training and wanting to do a show and prepping and stuff it's kind of you know piques interest so I had competed in my first show um, North Star actually and that was two years ago um and after that I kind of just randomly went and asked her I'm like you know what I did it like why can't you do it like you should do a show like and I was kind of halfway serious
1: but at the same
2: time I was like let's you know, it'll be fun to do together because we both are starting to look, like to work out and one day I came home and she had uh, a new pair of like leggings I remember it so it was a new pair of like adidas <laughs> leggings and I thought she had bought them for me and I was like oh these are nice like, Thanks, I I don't know how it. you thought
1: those were for you
2: oh my and, well they're blue and they're great they're super nice so i'm like oh excellent thanks she goes those are not for you i'm like well why would you buy why wouldn't you buy those for me like i go to the gym and you know, she's like well i think i'm going to use them for myself because i'm going to do a show and like i didn't really put two and two together i'm like oh okay wait what you're going to do what and then from there on out it was kind of just like are you serious uh, i mean that's really what kind of made us to who we are now because that it just showed me the commitment level of, like, if she's going to be there to support me, you know, with just kind of meeting and learning about this lifestyle, that's absolutely humongous. And goes <laughs> so to turn out that she's actually a professional at it, so it's <laughs> kind of weird how um, that kind of just falls into place when it just takes maybe somebody to kind of find help you find your niche, and it's exactly what we do. All right.
3: Yeah. Very
0: quick cool. no, we, we actually uh, just got married this year, so... Um, he actually proposed at my second show, his third show. Um, the Clash of
2: the Titans. Clash
0: of the Titans, yeah. <laughs> How
3: cool is that? So were you at all nervous, deeds that she wasn't going to say yes
2: no, <laughs> no, I knew, I knew that was gonna be good. Um, no reason to be nervous. It was just I was more nervous about messing it up. So what I, we did is after our show and everything, we went up to go take pictures on the backdrop, and I had a little dessert for her at the end of uh, the competition oh, and I careful, So careful. I said, I said let's uh, let's open it and, and take a bite, and then um, oh she ended God. up seeing that the ring was stuck into an Oreo cheesecake that uh, one of our friends had made for us, and. From there on out, in history. Oh. Uh, oh,
3: how sweet is that? Well, that's funny. So fun I, I guess
1: fun intended. You <laughs> yeah. <He laughs> so I guess you guys, you guys life.
3: have pretty much always prepped as a couple. So Bill wants to know, husband and wife prep, yay or nay?
2: Absolutely, 100%. I wouldn't do it yeah. any other way.
0: I'd say it's worked really well for us. I mean, we both – we understand the highs and lows of it because we're both doing it. Um, so, you know, the other nice thing is, you know, typically if one of us is feeling a little extra unmotivated one day, the other one's got just enough pep in their step to kind of pick, you know, he'll pick me up or I'll pick him up. And and we complement each other really nicely. Like, he's really, really good with the actual physical training part of everything, and, and Maya – strong point would be more the nutrition so we complement each other really well in that way
2: no let's not All get right, it twisted well, i just work want makes to be on crap it. on low calories and while she's sitting over there eating whatever she wants i'm not trying to be about that so that's not fair so we had to do it together
1: i know
2: i know <laughs> so how that would go because i know i would do now. the same thing no it's definitely
1: <laughs> so not nice the truth to kind of that
0: together all right, that's
3: cool. That's very cool and so and speaking of your prep, and I'm glad that you um brought up Nutrition Mariah because Larry he says, "I've seen your link, so cool points to Larry for actually reading the details of the link um because you do put <laughs> those out prior to the show. <laughs> um He says they are vegan. what's their way of getting their right amount of protein?
2: Oh, I love this question, so <laughs> I love this question.
0: Um, well, I mean, it's, there's protein in everything and a lot of people don't, don't understand that. And we're still navigating it ourselves. We are newbie vegans. Um, we actually just switched over right after our last show in September. So it's only been a couple of months, but, um, you know, we've been doing a lot of research and just trying to educate ourselves behind it. And, you know, of course, being in the, in the bodybuilding world and everything, like there is such an emphasis on protein, but. Um, when you do your research and you, and you learn, you know, that there's protein in basically everything you eat, you know, we do eat a lot of beans. Um, I really like tofu. Um, yeah, just kind of everything. What do you have to add, babe?
2: Just, just to kind of add to that, I mean, if you look at everything, I mean, granola bars and, and snacks and stuff like that, everything is protein packed. And, you know, whether it's 5 grams or 10 grams or 50 grams. Um, to be in real at reality is your body really doesn't do much with the excess protein that you take in on a lower level. So you really only need daily about 30 to 40 grams to maintain your mass and to repair because the rest of it is just, in a way, if you could say a toxicity to it, because it's an overload and you just don't really need it. So when you eat raw and you re- eat the, the differences or you get a vegan protein powder, you really only need to supplement that when you don't get enough food because – I honestly have literally cut protein powder out. I have stopped taking it completely. I used to take two, almost three shakes a day, um, and I actually have gotten maintainably bigger um, and stay mis-sustained, and I just feel like my muscles aren't over with, you know, unnecessary protein that gets turned into
1: literally nothing
2: after it's stored. So I just think that the, well, I mean, the actually, world is so it can get- driven.
3: I was yeah so I to add, so it can get turned by, into fat
2: yeah, exactly. exactly so if yep. You, yep, so if you continue to to do that, and like i said with you know with plant based protein it's it's a lot easier for your body to digest, and with whey protein or concentrates, those are actually very toxic to you because. Not only were you correct, they turned into fat, but they also are stored, not used for energy after a while. So when you store something it doesn't use it for energy, yeah. you don't know what happens. It turns into fat that's very hard to get rid of. So
1: the, the
2: compound of protein, 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 really, it, it's, it really doesn't exist. If you really look at how the, the body and the structure is built around muscle, um, it's important, yes, but carbs are going to be your best friend um, when it comes to that because carbs, you can literally eat as many, Simple carbohydrates If you honestly really want to um, And people think carbs make you fat And that's completely the opposite Of what the, the actual reality
1: is Yeah um, I, I I used to tell people That we're stuck on I mean because you know We have a, a, a all or nothing Kind of mentality When it comes to certain things And I know I that some people Are so fanatical about what they believe Simply because they're so all Into that belief that they're willing to do uh, almost even overlook the truth to basically Mm -hmm. get to the point that they want to get to. And I've been really concerned about that when it comes to health and fitness because there has to be a balance. I think some of our best guests have always been so balanced in their methodology and ideology that they can hear other outside Ideas and it, either it works or it doesn't, but they're at least willing to listen. And, and I've always yeah. been shocked by people who are so driven that they'd almost run somebody over just to keep from hearing, you know, anything that's in disagreement with what they're saying. So you know, when I would, I, I used to hear about the protein, and I, I'm not vegan by any stretch, but it would just yeah. be amazing how they would, you know, just be it's protein, protein, protein. And I said, Well, how much does your body assimilate? Because after mm-hmm. that the rest of either going to the toilet or or, or to the fat. So I, I yeah. never understood that uh that whole methodology and, you know, sad to say we still have people that are sticking with that that ideology because there's so engrossed in that, that thinking. But it's good to hear that there there's options out there. Or, you know, especially when you, like, I, I know there's certain people that don't make that much money and, and and still be able to get their body to be addressed as far as repair, re, restructuring, and recovery. That's a nice option to put out there because not everyone that listens to our show actually wants to compete or is actually in a competitive mode of training. So thanks, guys, for sharing that. Uh, one of the things I did want to bring up is that you guys are, are, are new to this, uh, this, but you're not basically getting away from your own understanding of life and, and, and being a, a healthy couple. So now how do you mm-hmm. balance that with all the changes that you guys are doing?
0: Um, well, I kind of kick-started this. Like, I went vegan first. Um, it's something i had been kind of curious about, you know, over – kind of off and on over the years, um, and I've always tried to, like, really focus on micronutrient intake, too, because it is so important, regardless of, you know, if you're plant-based or, you know, a total carnivore, it's good to get those veggies in. Kalen.
2: <laughs> Man, um, why don't you leave him alone?
0: <laughs> right. He's it you know. No, um, it's okay. <laughs>
1: delicious, it's
0: delicious, um, yeah. <laughs> And I totally lost my train of thought there, but um, yeah, so got, I kind of I kind of kicked it off first yeah, yeah, right I kicked it off first, I did it for probably about a month Before um, he jumped on and, and it wasn't something that, you know I'm not the pushy type of person Like everybody has to make their own Nutritional decisions for themselves For yeah. themselves, like what works for them And I felt the same way with him Like I'm not going to push him into doing something that he doesn't want to do Just like he didn't push me into competing You know, he suggested it Maybe recommended it as something to do But um, you know, we never try to like push our own ideals on each other, and so I think it was just a matter of time before he had kind of seen the information that I was really looking into. Because when I when I dive into something, I like dive into it. You know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to find every ounce of information I can to make sure that you know, especially since we are in such a physical. Um, you know, everything that we're doing with competing and stuff. And I was in the middle of prep when I decided to make this switch. So I just wanted to know everything I could possibly know. Um, and I think once he got, you know, a taste of kind of what I was doing and
1: no the information
0: that I was, yeah, right, right. Um, and the information that I was coming up with is when he kind of, you know, a little like light bulb kind of flicked in his head too. And I don't know if you want to add anything to that, but.
2: Yeah, I'll just kind of – just to share, I mean, for the record, I mean, she's completely correct. I mean, she did never – you know, I obviously support any decision that she does. It's extremely important, especially with this sport, because there's a lot of ways that you can go. And, you know, sometimes you obviously put your foot down if something is not going to be correct. But, I mean, it's just it's a lifestyle, and I thought it was great. Um, I'm like, you don't know, try that. Um, you have fun with eating your plants, and I'll stick to my steak, and that's totally great. Um, you and, did go but, and buy a steak you know, that night too. I did. I bought a huge one just to eat it right in front of her. Just to be like I was so I was so kinda of just against it, you know, because I was like, oh, I used to be one of those people that would just like make fun of people that did that and I and I apologize for that on yeah, live. I apologize for that. Because I didn't have my research, but for the record, um no there was no pressure. I mean, she not she didn't I mean she would hint a little bit saying, like, give me little facts of things and you know, I'm kind of just myself and hard headed. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, okay. So um we actually went to go watch a documentary that, that aired, it's available on Netflix now, um, and just seeing a different perspective. It's kind of like when you listen to somebody one time and you don't get it, but you may hear the same words from another person, and you relate. Um, all the documentaries I've ever seen had nothing to do with bodybuilding, it had nothing to do with athletes, it just had everything to do with kind of targeting other markets of seeing why they're bad, and that just never showed me an advantage. But then watching this documentary, was seeing
3: blood tests,
2: and then what it actually does, the amounts and rates of number statistics that were proven at major universities and live effects and testing. Um, after watching that, it, it literally made me switch. I mean, I already had it set in my mindset that it's something I need to do, um, just with health issues in my family with you know that I don't have you, know, thankfully now, but I could have them in the future. So why not prepare my body? Um, to be the best it can, because health is wealth at the end of the day. You can have as much money as you want, but if your body is terrible, you're not going to be able to use that. So people need to look at the broader spectrum of what's actually important in reality, and I think that when people see the difference for themselves and they make the interpretation for themselves, because um, that's what it takes to make a switch. You know, you have to see a benefit for yourself. I think that it will make everybody happier, Um and I just – I literally went home that same night and threw all my meat away, all that milk away, dumped oh. it, cheese, everything like that. And oh. it just – I we donated, but we're hurting Kaylin's heart. Yeah. You're no, hurting Kaylin's heart. Yeah, I can't – but Kaylin, understand from where I'm coming from too, I cannot honestly, <laughs> as a good person, give somebody else a product that I know is going to hurt them because there am I, I doing them the any feeling. good.
1: I said the same exactly. thing about alcohol.
2: Got you. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. So I, I, when people ask me for recommendations and saying, oh, what kind of protein do you take? I take plant-based protein. Oh, what kind of, you know, like this one that, I can't honestly give you a recommendation because, it's, an, you know, quite frankly, it's terrible for you. I wouldn't be doing you a service if I didn't give you honest feedback, you know, and that's where it kind of makes it with people.
1: Yeah, I, I, I totally get what you guys are saying, and, and, you know, I've always said this about fitness as a whole. You can't force anyone into it. And I, I, I think mm-hmm. relationships don't work because exactly. people are trying to force people to do things. Anytime you try to force a hand, you end up doubling back even worse yep. the outcome and people will get so far away. I remember, like you said, you know, not, not, well, yeah, in a comparison with just eating the steak in front of people. I remember when I was asking a guy not to smoke around me and he all of a sudden he's just smoking two or three just because yeah. I asked them not to do it. And I, I was like, you know, I, I'm not understanding why you're so mad. You can't make me do anything. And I was like, I'm not trying to make you do something. I'm just saying it's <laughs> right. not a good option for your life. And it was just such a a, a a feedback that I was like, wow, kind of blown away. But I could see where people are threatened when you ask them to change because, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, absolutely. it's 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 an outside source basically telling someone to change internally and that usually doesn't come back in a good way. And like you said, it's got to be two or three or 20 or a hundred times where they finally get the understanding of, Hey, maybe this is a better option. And if it's not, Hey, you know, it's up to you and it's not going to change the friendship. And I'm not going to hate you for life because I think, you know, in the, in the climate we have right now, You know, it's almost like you can't be a friend and tell someone honestly and openly what you expect or or think because it's going to cause such a negative reaction. I think a lot of people don't want to tread that water. And, and, you know, vegan is, is not a touchy subject like it used to be, but it still rocks the boat for certain people because the thought of them changing their dietary habits is almost too much to ask. And and when you think exactly. about the health, like you said, when you're talking about people's health, you're, you're thinking, well, wouldn't you at least want to try it? You know, if the doctor yeah. is telling you yep. that your health is so poor and so bad, why not give it an option?
0: Yeah. Well, and that's funny, too, because people will try every fad diet in the book, you know, with no success. See, and I was just like, oh, well. the same yeah. thing. It's like, I was just say, like just thinking the oh, exact well, tried, like, same Plant based, like what about like cutting out meat and dairy and all of these like inflammatory foods and stuff? And it's like, "Oh God, no, I couldn't do that. Absolutely not. Yeah. Like, yeah,
2: how, how I can't live that? without and my so, cheese. And well, yeah, you know it's what? like you're but not, you not keto going keto to
0: completely get rid of like all carbs.
2: <laughs> Let's not talk about keto. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: no.
2: no,
3: we will no. not. We will not talk about no. keto. not But you know, just. So you guys are totally hitting on. I mean, I know we started off just talking about protein vegan, and, and it's blossomed into a lot of different directions. But then I'm so glad you brought up brought up the fad diets because honestly, guys, there. Yes. If she didn't, I was going to because there's a warning in it. I have a friend whose son right now believes because of something he saw on Instagram um, that he should only oh, really yep. be eating steak. <laughs>
2: That's oh, it. he's doing the. And so he's that.
3: eating like six. Like six steaks a day. And this is not even about Uh, vegan, non vegan, uh, meat bad for you, whatever, but only eating steak, that is bad for you. It is not good. There is no balance. Your body needs so many other macro and micronutrients that red meat cannot provide to you. But the point is, he's believing the hype of some Insta fitness guru. And now this is what he's doing, and no one can convince him otherwise.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and that's so like the I, I part about social media is it can, it can be so great, and it can also you know, do things like that and convince people of these radical well, things.
2: So the other crazy thing, there's actually something I had actually read today um, in an article. I can't remember where it was, but I would tell. Um, but I was reading that a lot of top-tier athletes, are actually kind of like in the dark by adopting this diet. But
1: the problem is
2: when you have athletes, you have sponsorships and endorsements and you make money off of that. So is it going to be more beneficial for you to just kind of drop millions of dollars because you want to, you know, live your life? Or are you going to continue endorsing something that is really kind of keeping you in the dark? And, I mean, if you do your research, it's actually fast and factual where, I mean, there's about almost – 35% 35% of, of pro athletes have the adopted plant-based uh, diet, but they just can't come out to say it because it would ruin their reputation of the companies that they endorse. Yeah. Sure. Sure. No doubt.
3: Kalen, did you have something else you wanted to jump in with there?
1: Yeah. Um, the thing, I was seeing people that are in really a uh, health crisis, <clears throat> and to say that I won't even look in that direction is frightening to me because it's almost like they're fighting against an, an imaginary demon. And I've we never don't have seen a thought process. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it scares me that because, you know, the methodology of how we go about things is it has to be this way. And as much as, as as I have lived my life, I've lived and learned. And, you know, the things I did in my past, there's a lot of things I had to omit from my life now, even to certain people that I can't be around, simply so because they will draw out that negative or that, that the, the unhealthy uh, mental aspect of life. So, you know, it, it's it, to sit there and say that they'd have to be in my life for the rest of my life would be just damaging to myself and I think it's the same thing it should be seen with diets. it's the same thing that should be seen with people you know there's certain things that just aren't good for you and it, mm-hmm. it's yep. just totally agree I will hold on to that negativity just to hold on to what we're used to and you know mm-hmm. I think yeah. that it gets away from who we should be as to where where, where we really are that's what I just want to add mm-hmm.
2: yeah I mean All full right. Very as well. good. I mean We are very new to it. We're not extremists by any means. Like I said, I think we hit it pretty good on the head. Um, Where I would more rather people tell me no the first few times that I do talk to them about it because then it shows that. If they do have a change of mind, they did their research. And you want to know what? They did it by themselves, and it's a self-involved decision, and it's not me-provoking. So that is the way that we approach everybody that we talk to about this. Um, their decision is made by them. So that is one thing that we do take a lot of pride in, is that we don't need to convince people. We need them to convince themselves. We just want to be the start of that journey.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I mean, and that's with anything. I mean, you know, spirituality, just so many things. People have to figure it out for themselves, and they should. I mean, and that's often the case of what Kaylin and I tell everybody. It's like do your homework. We're going to bring guests on the show to share information. We're going to have our own thoughts and opinions. We're going to share information. But at the end of the day, you need to do your homework, check it out for yourself, figure it out for yourself, and, uh, and go from there. So, 100%. And, and speaking of which, we have some uh, interesting questions popping up here. <laughs> this one is for uh, this one is for you, Kaylin. Dave wants to know if you are speaking against meat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: okay. Listen up. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, my mom was a nurse, so I've been around nutrition longer than I can ever even imagine or remember. And there are some things in meat that just aren't good for certain people's bodies. And if I understand that, why would I sit there and say, go ahead and eat it when I know the damage it's going to do? I'm not saying it's happening Mm -hmm. to everyone, but, you know, people's DNA are different. Our genetics are different. And some people can assimilate. A lot more meat than others And I, I can remember My best example was When my uh, aunt had tried Was going to an All-vegetable uh, all, uh, And fruit diet And she was going to make the, the cat Do the same thing And that poor cat suffered <laughs> Like you did I
2: said
1: wow You're really hard on that cat and she got so frustrated with me because I, I was just the dumbest thing in life because look at how good she was looking. But I said, look at how bad the cat's looking. It's losing its hair. It's, it, it's got no life. I mean, yeah. So you can imagine. And that was like the first example I had of, of, you know, it's just not a good fit. And and so, you know, like like they're saying, you should have the options. You shouldn't be made to do it, and and that's that's what I'm saying. If if I know that some people's bodies are, are better without as much protein or as much meat, then of course I'm going to tell them because I care about them. I want them to be healthy, and if they see me yep. eating the porterhouse, I'll just tuck it away until they're not around anymore. I mean, I I don't I don't <laughs> mind doing stuff like that because it, it's about them and their health. I mean, if I gotta sit there and have a steak every two point six hours, then the problem's in my head not not on them, and if they're better off with not having any protein for a whole week and maybe a salmon on the weekend then hey i i'm I'm here to make sure that they have that option, but you can't sit there. And and tell people because I do it, you have to do it, and this is what works for everybody because it works for me. That's not how it works, and life has never been set up or designed that way. So you know, I'm if I have to speak against it, then yes, I will. But if I don't, then a pass the steak with the a1 sauce. I mean, I'm, I'm still good. <laughs>
3: exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I'm not and, and I'm not laughing about your stance, but you opened up the. Uh... The imagery of the cat,
0: and I'm still stuck. Really. I'm still stuck. Well, on and it's kind of funny because even, even just the other day we were at PetSmart and we were we were looking at bone. We have two dogs, and so we're like, does it make us bad vegans if we buy our dogs' bones still? Like, but their bodies, I mean, like,
1: they're, I contemplated they're meant to be. I, like, I, I mean,
0: we contemplated it for real. We're like, is this like, I don't know. Like, so, um,
2: like I said, the deed has already been done. We'll just we'll just give it to good use. At least we didn't partake in it. But the dog is supposed to eat the meat,
1: so here you go. Yeah, right. Well, it, here,
3: I'll just I'll just put this in there. Though. So my mom had to put her dog on a diet because she was just too fat. So she gets her food supplemented with green beans. So. There you go. So we a her her little well, okay, okay, Here, like you
1: cool. Here you go. <laughs> potatoes. Yeah. Here you go. Sweet so potatoes and, this and peppers. this is an example of what we're talking yeah. about. Jackson this is a very good example of what you're talking about. Yeah. If we understood just how bad human food is, we'll give it to an animal or someone that's not used to being on American diet, and you will see how much crap is in the food. And so glad, when, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. when the dogs are given human food, they blow up like blips. And and, and it's it's yeah. like a remarkable, like within months, they're almost, they're, I mean, they they have heart disease, they have high blood pressure, they've got high cholesterol. Everything it seems to run in a human being is now happening to the animals because now they're eating human food. So if you're always feeding mm-hmm. your animals table scraps, beware. Your dog ain't going to be around long. You're a cat either. Yeah. <laughs> True, very true. <laughs> so, at All right, guys, I'm dead, like...
3: back on track. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I had to. I just had to share the story about my mom's fat dog. My little wiener dog got put on a diet too, but she did not get green beans. Good. Um. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Although the green beans, I I don't believe are going to hurt her. Now, if I had fed her a bunch of Cheetos, oh, no. that might have been different. Yeah, okay.
0: That would be a different story. How
3: much? We're not going to say Cheetos. How much info is out there? We're not going to say Cheetos. Um, How much info is out there about vegan diets is actually true? This question is from Sam. She says, I've seen a lot of bad info out there that most assuredly needs to be researched. So I guess a good question would be, and anybody can answer this, but we'll start with DJ Mariah. How do you know if you've got a good info source?
2: So pretty much, and it's a great question because um, I do a lot of vivid research myself. So a thing that a lot of people don't really realize is that the Internet is highly controlled with what they want you to see. So when you type in vegan diet on Google, you're going to get some good stuff, but you're going to also see a lot of contradictory evidence on, on things that are put out there. And you have to really pay attention to the wording and where the studies are done, and also the sources that you get. So if, when you start doing research, you'll learn really where credible sources are. So any major universities, a lot of studies are done at Oxford. Those are people that you'd want to pay attention to. They have a very exquisite health and fitness and nutrition course there. So Oxford is a big place that does testing. So anywhere through there would be very credible. Now, if you get something from a you know makeshift news channel that has statistics, I mean, that could have been made by anybody. So really doing Mm -hmm. your research and then also find influences that you like that you can feed off of because those people most likely, if you're feeding off of them, it means you have a connection with them and you're going to learn similar to the way they are because you're going to be more in tune from that person saying it.
1: So not saying that's
2: always going to be correct, but when you find a good source of media and you find something you can stick with, It's a great way and a pathway. Also, watch and read a ton of books and documentaries. You can really pick apart and compare evidence. But at the end of the day, there's really no lying about it because if you lie about it, a lot of this stuff has been proven. It's just silenced deeper and deeper away until you find that right source. So I think, I mean, the best thing to do is just do as much research as possible talk to real-life people who have lived through it. They don't have to be doctors, but people who have been maybe the switch for a year. Just ask their personal experiences. Just because you read something online doesn't mean it's going to work exactly like that. But if you ask certain people who have lived that lifestyle or they're still continuing that lifestyle, ask their progress. Ask what was hard. I mean, most likely when people make switches, if they're smart about it, they do a lot of research, so when people come up to us and ask a lot of questions, we don't have to think about it. We just know the answer because we take passion in. So find people who are passionate other than just the Internet because that's going to really lead you in a lot of um, dead-end roads where you're going to start reading, reading, and you're like, oh, this is great, but then there's no conclusion of the testing or there's no continued study of that. So, I mean, there's a lot of that out there too. So, like I said, just do your research, find like-minded people, um, and just find something that works for you.
1: um,
0: Some really good resources um, that you could look into just to kind of start and get a good sense of direction. Um, Nutritionfacts.org is a really good website. Um, Plantbasedresearch.org is another one as well. Um, I'd say, you know, there's there's some good podcasts. Um, I know one of one of the books I recently read is Proteinaholic by Dr. Garth Davis. So that's a really good one to start with. Um, but yeah, like you said, just kind of like doing your research and just kind of, you know, making sure it's from credible sources. I know that can be hard sometimes, but I'd say if you kind of start with uh, those websites and stuff or have some really good resources, and once you're kind of on those, they kind of lead to other resources. It's like once you get on the trail, like the path, it's... A little bit easier to follow.
3: All right, very good, Kalen. Anything to add?
1: Well, you know, I don't want to sound like. What's the best way to say this? Because they're they're exactly right what they're saying. So I, I I want to piggyback it, but I don't want to sound like I'm just being a soundboard. For what they're saying, because this, you have to do your research, and if you don't, then you don't really care about the outcome, you're pretty much trying to steer it in the way you want it to go anyway, and that's never, yeah, the yeah way you're you trying exactly. to follow the
2: fad diet mindset, and that's exactly yes, what we want to exactly. train people to. Because you know, if you know how many pro bodybuilders are online that say, Oh, six week programming, here's pictures, you can do this, that, that program, just because it's from you know a pro bodybuilder, doesn't mean it's made. And conduct it on your body. It's a cookie-cutter makeshift program, and that's why it doesn't work. So when you feed off of the easy facts of lifestyle switching, you're never going to learn the proper way to do it because you're following the directions
1: of somebody else. There you go. That's what I was going to say. He just just finished what I was saying. Yes, thank you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it. Mitchell says, I like their thinking. Good call with these two. Brent says, there are usually a group of people that are surveyed or tested to make sure there is a small error of false information given. So I'm glad that they aren't saying they did this and it was 100% the best way to go. Kudos to them. So there you have it, guys, resonating with listener land. All right. Actually, we're going to shift gears now. We're going to leave Veganville, and we're going to go back to the uh, Minnesota Mayhem. And this one is from Luke, and he says, they were at the Mayhem. How did they do? I don't remember their names from Tuesday. Well, we we did we did share some names on Tuesday, yes, did. and uh, Mariah was there. But go ahead, guys, talk to us about your experience at the mayhem and how you did. Um, you wanna go? Yeah, so I'll go
2: first. <laughs> uh, so uh, I went and I completed competed in men's uh, open class short for men's physique. Um, I did take. Uh, fourth out of six uh so i obviously do i could have done a little bit better that's completely on me but you know it was an amazing experience with the show um it was one of the best put on shows and i had a ton of fun doing it i got excellent feedback from the judges for where i need to improve and i mean as long as you are a competitor i stress this not enough if you cannot take constructive feedback do not think about stepping on the stage that is just a terrible mindset for yourself you're going to let yourself down. At the end of the day, you're going to be a poor sport. And you know what? Promoters see that, and they're not going to want you at their shows. I've seen a lot of that happen. It's very minuscule, but if you are a true competitor and you understand the rules, it's kind of an unsaid rule is that sportsmanship is there. No matter if you get beat by an inch or a mile, you always, always never show it. Um, and I've been learning that myself as well. So like I said, it has not going to do really with me, but uh, my placing was fourth out of six, and uh, I had a great time with it.
0: Yeah, Uh, it was a a really fun show. (laughs) It was a really fun show. Um, I really liked it, too. It was the first show that we've done that wasn't, like, super close to our house, so it was kind of nice. It was up in Duluth. We got to make a little weekend trip out of it. Um, If you were at the show, I don't know if you could quite miss me. I was in the Bikini Open Tall class. I'm the girl with the blue hair. (laughs) (laughs) um i did place i did place first in my class and um snatched up that pro card which was really really exciting so i'm still kind of on cloud nine from that that experience
3: awesome and so then in getting your pro card you also qualified for something else
2: I, i did (laughs) <laughs> for next year, yeah. next for next year, yes. Oh, for next year, yes. Okay. <laughs> Come on, keep it together here, Jesus. I'm
0: like, okay. Um... <laughs> yes, sorry, Seriously, I left you I'm hanging there. <laughs> no, know. I was like, am I missing something here? Um, yeah, there's ten thousand dollars on the line for next year. I guess, right? Well, yeah, so um, and that,
3: and so, yeah, Minnesota Mayhem next year, pro bikini class, first place winner or the overall, I'm going to assume here, walks away with yep. um, $10,000, and you have to be invited to compete in that competition. So that well, is not any pro can just history. show up. And she did yes, also was, qualify for the Natural bad. Olympia. <laughs> oh, so there you go. You knew, hey, I was gonna,
2: She's I like, well, Oh, I didn't it. even I know. Say, <laughs> um, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna master uh, the the overall first. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um
0: Yeah, I'm hoping. I you know, I did plan on taking some time out. I did get some feedback from the judges as well as far as coming back for my pro debut. Um, I think it would be pretty cool to kinda come back and debut at the mayhem again. I feel like, you know, that, that might be what I have my sights set on, so Definitely going to take cool, um, some time off and just build in some areas and hopefully come back really, really strong.
2: I'm to cool. the point and where I don't to that that's training. Having. I just really want to train her. <laughs> to <become the> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hold on, because I think you guys would still make a dynamic duo by coming out on stage at the same time, because you weren't that far off. Like I said, uh, what I was telling you, your presentation the only thing that was lacking was that you weren't uh facing all of the judges you were basically giving your all to one and uh that that was the only thing that was causing <laughs> against you so hey you you did very good on stage you have a very good presentation don't don't tell yourself you. so sure you. so uh no, no, no. And,
2: uh, yeah it's just so exciting to see you know the dream of what she's been chasing come to reality and now it's just like you know, I just want to take every step forward to make sure it's, you know, exactly the path and yeah, make sure yeah, everything see, is pinpoint here, here's perfect. Here's
1: if, if you guys are doing the the team thing, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, yeah, right. them, you know, they're, we'll they're, always they're, do that. There's that's a certain camaraderie that goes with, with that. Yeah. yeah. Both no, of you guys he's
2: he's coming for that front
0: card well. next year.
2: Oh, yeah I'll, yeah. I'll take it home next year. I've got some <laughs> stuff
1: to work on. But trust that, me, I'll be back bigger and better. Yes, sir. That's what I need to hear, because I, it, it oh, yeah. takes so much. And I know that uh, we've got a lot of couples that have been competing, and it's a beautiful thing. And one of the things they do is they feed off each other in a good way, because they can deal with that those times and those days, because they both remember exactly what's going on, because they're both dealing Absolutely. with it in a certain fashion. So you know, that, never forget that aspect, and, and, and there's always balance to anything. And I, you you guys sound sound really good, really good with what uh, what uh, what what's going on. So when uh, you were hearing the the feedback, uh, oh my goodness, I can't even follow this one. Um, I'll let <laughs> Dad ask.
3: So I think. What we're interested in here is, would you mind sharing some of the judges' feedback? We talk a lot about getting the feedback from the judges, but I don't think we've ever really shared any real-life examples of the kind of feedback that judges get. So, And you don't have to share everything, but if you wouldn't mind, maybe just like one thing a piece of what the judges were recommending that you guys um, work on for the next time that you step on stage.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, um, the head judge, uh, Mike Newman, actually he was the head judge at the OCB Vikings. So he actually got to see me two times, um, and that was really special to me because uh, the first time around, he gave me some good feedback and just said, you need to be leaner. I came in with size. I just – I was, uh, I was flat. I had a lot of cortisol levels and cortisol issues that day with some issues that happened the morning before um, competing. So I obviously was not, in, uh, you know, full mindset. And that really takes a toll on, on you as a competitor. I mean, you work so hard to get so tight and dry and lean. And one issue with stress comes, and stress is a killer, man. I tell you, it really yeah. is. And it don't make yeah. or break you as an athlete. You can be the most shredded guy up there. You can look huge. And then all of a sudden you get one phone call or you get some information that just doesn't sit well and you absolutely lose everything. So stress management is very key and important, which is why it's good to be on, you know, tune with it. But um, the second time around at the Mayhem, you know, Mike had me placed a little bit higher than what I did do just because he did see the improvement um, of getting lean. I had lost about six and a half full pounds of of fat um, for three and a half weeks after actually doing the switch to the vegan diet, Um, and it shows (laughs) – uh, on my Instagram, you can go and take a look at all my transformations. I actively post that because I feel it's very important for people to see the reality versus what people just see on stage. Um, and then I was just told this time I had everything there. Posing was, you know, top notch. Um, I have no no issues with that. I just need to get wider and bigger if I want to compete um, in the men's physique division, which is exactly where I'm going to uh, put my footprint because that's exactly where I need to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I I also did the Viking, you know, two months before Mayhem, and at that show I was told, you know, I had placed second in that show, um, and I was told just to come in a little bit leaner as far as Mayhem goes, and I did, I brought it back around, um, leaned out a little bit, and then as far as coming back as a pro... Um one piece of feedback I got was just to work on the legs a little bit, um quad specifically, kind of getting those quad sweeps in. So it was really nice to have a more specific piece of the puzzle to kind of, you know, set my set my sights on and work towards. So. All right, very good. Ooh, and and, and thanks for sharing too.
2: Because I mean, it's, yeah, it's very minuscule, I mean, but that's the things that matter is, you know, work on your delts just to get a little bit more illusion, get your lats a little wider just to create the illusion as being bigger than you really are. I mean, it's down to those very small key tone things. And those are the things that matter to judges because everybody has a build and a frame, but what sets you apart from that guy that you're sitting there is all different to every judge. So you have to take the feedback constructively and just really, I think multiple feedbacks from multiple judges will really turn you into an amazing athlete because you're taking – Feedback from five, six different judges, and you're maintaining it and perfecting it. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't really ask for more if you do that. So, just self-discipline with that is key.
3: Very good. I mean, and I couldn't agree more. And so, thanks for sharing that. And I'm, and I don't know why, Kaylin, we've never thought about that before, but uh, you know, it, it really is important. And You know, sometimes you don't always get comments from judges. I think they're so busy watching and scoring, they forget to write down what they were scoring. And so when you have a panel of judges, that can give you, you know, the constructive feedback and have lots of notes because they're not always going to remember names and faces. If you have shows with hundreds of competitors gracing the stage, there's no way they can remember each and every person after the fact when they're not in front of them. So, Anytime a judge has good notes, lots of notes, it's it's a good deal. So do take time to get uh-huh. those uh, critiques, and and I mean they're very well help make you better.
1: He's always got some feedback.
3: Oh, Mike! <laughs> Newman?
1: Yes, he's never. Yes, to get he some feedback. does. Oh, no,
3: Mike, superhuman Newman. There you have it. Got it. All right, guys. What a great guy. (laughs) Well, in that he is, that he is, and he's been around a long time, knows a lot. So it's always good to have, um, you know, feedback from him when you can. And um, we are down to the last couple minutes of the show. I can't believe that that went by so fast. It always does. It always does. So as we get ready to close here. (laughs) I know, I know, It's because we always do have fun. Um, as we get ready to close, when we do have a chance, um, we like to give our guests a chance to give shout-outs to anyone and everyone who has been there for them in their bodybuilding journey. And I believe this is the first time we've ever will have done a couple shout-outs. So here we go. Now we'll have another first <laughs> on the Deej and Mariah p for p Real Talk Show. But here you have it, folks. Go ahead and uh, just give shout-outs to anyone who uh, is on your heart.
2: Yeah, I can start with uh, we've had our our same coach. We actually got coached by the same person. Um, His name is Alan Moles, uh, and he owns Macro Moles Training. So we wouldn't be where we are without his help, Um, just getting ready and everything like that. Um, Also, my posing coach, um, I had a lot of people inquire about that just because of my routine you can see it live on the inside natural bodybuilding and you can also see it live on my instagram um but i think i put on an extremely good show a lot of people have reached out but jacob pomeroy he's a student out of hudson wisconsin he owns cobra aesthetics and uh, i really highly encourage if anybody is going to compete get a dang posing coach do not go out there and make a, you know make yourself look terrible you work so hard to do that I've seen people lose it because their posing is just not there it's extremely important so I stress that so that's Cobra dot aesthetics um, he's amazing he's very knowledgeable and then just overall my family um, obviously my beautiful wife would be here either way without her um, and that's what keeps me going You know, every day is that something more fun like after our radio we are going to work out at Los Campiones in Minneapolis that is our home gym um, so we're going to go hit the gym and hit some uh, upper body and just make sure we continue our journey going. Um, most can't be honest if you ever tried it, the best gym in town. It's literally their slogan. Um, I highly recommend it if you want to be surrounded by like-minded individuals who have a goal at the end of the day. So that's pretty much the main people that I have. Um, if you can go ahead and say whoever.
0: Yeah, um, I agree with him. Definitely, you know, our parents have been a huge support um, family in general and I'd also like to thank my posing coach Rebecca Moore with Be More Posing Um, she's been awesome she coached me for my first Natty show we had kind of jumped into our first Natty show after an NPC show that had gotten canceled two weeks prior so I found out very last minute that the posing was completely different and she kind of took me under her wing so um, I've been working with her since last year and she's just been amazing she's really good at um, you know, finding what works with your body and she knows all the different federations posing. So anytime we've done a different show that had a different style of posing, um, she's been able to be there and kinda of coach me through that. So um yeah, I'd say that's probably it.
2: One thing, um, well, our closing <laughs> coach is from uh, yeah. Ber- Team Berkland. Anybody in the natural bodybuilding okay. world knows who Team Berkland is, so that is the other people who have been a big help with us, just with motivation and being there as a pro <laughs> and something to look up to. So. Yeah.
1: All right, very cool.
3: Well, good, 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 good. And uh, great names to throw out so people know and they can uh, check them out if they happen to be in the area or want to get connected. So, guys, if you didn't write them down fast enough, that's okay. You can go to the archives. You can fast forward to the end and listen again. Go ahead fast forward to the end. Just listen to the whole show again. That's right. Just take it all in. (laughs) Take it all in. So with that, thanks so much, DJ Mariah. It has been a lot of fun. It, 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 it's too much fun in some aspects, but it was, it <laughs> it was, was all good. So, um, be more of, thing. Oh, go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. If I
2: can add one more thing, really quick, yeah, just quick before we go. So, we are um, not working ourselves way into a plant-based nutrition transition um, way of life. So, any couples or anybody who are that are out there um, that would like to reach out and just talk with us, um, learn how we did it. Um, it's a little bit easier to. You know, message and, and get a feel and talk directly um, we're very open to helping any, anybody and anybody that wants to just learn informational um, obviously it's going to be exactly the way we talked to you today um, just want to let everybody know that we are a very good resource for what you know to help
3: awesome well thank you for the offer and hopefully folks out there that are interested hopefully it'll take you up on that but uh, yeah, absolutely alright guys here we go snickerdoodle shout out Kaylin.
1: Yeah, a snickerdoodle is always best on roasted vegetables.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That is right. So on behalf of DJ Mariah, roasted vegetable lovers everywhere, Kaelin Patterson, the boys Mm -hmm. from P4P Muscle, and myself, your body is a temple, so let's build it